The Fields Auto Group proudly presents Huddle Up, Huddle Up. with Bucky Brooks, <laughs> J.P. Shepard, John Osher, and NFL Network analyst and former Jaguar Bucky Brooks bring you the latest on your Jacksonville Jaguars. Everything's got to be about the future. It's got to be about tomorrow and bringing all that into focus as we, you know, attack the season. Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks starts right now. Welcome in. It is Wednesday. It is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, John Osher. A busy, well, 30 minutes or so ahead. The final Huddle Up of the 2022 season officially. Bucky Brooks standing by out in L.A., NFL Network analyst, Jaguars radio field analyst. We'll get his thoughts on the clean-out day in the locker room. And Trent Baalke had some comments, a press conference earlier this week as well. Senior writer John Osher joining us here in studio. A recap of the 2022 campaign and a look ahead to the offseason that is now upon us. Social media question, singular, coming up as well. All right, Bucky Brooks, John Osier, uh, here we are. Boy, it ended, and all of a sudden, the page turns quickly. The the mood and the tone um, moves forward, Bucky, to the offseason. And now, what this team needs to do to reload and and maintain their spot at the top of the AFC South and get back to the playoffs year over year. It, it, it changes in a hurry once the season ends, Buck. Yeah, it ends abruptly, and everything changes immediately. Uh, you, you start to reflect a little bit upon the successes that you had, but right now your eyes have to already be on the offseason, what you want to do in free agency. Uh, do you want to apply any franchise tags? You begin to try and catch up on some of the draft prospects because the combine is around the corner. And so as much as you want to kind of revel in the success of 2022, you already have to start thinking about what you want to get done in 2023. Yeah, Bucky can speak to this better than I, but uh, getaway day in the NFL is always a a stunningly uh, final moment. And as you as you're around the league more, you realize that the truth of – teams will never be the same again is so true. And, and JP, obviously you've been doing this decade now. So, you know, teams are never the same. Nope. Uh, and the locker room that they walked out of, even the mood, the vibe is never quite the same. So I do think it's important. Uh, Doug said it in, in his presser on Monday. It was, um, there should be some satisfaction from this season. And the players should take a week, two weeks, and – sort of absorb that, let that be a part of their lives, of what they accomplished. And and the coaches on some level should as well. But, yeah, you've got to be moving forward uh, with the idea that, you know, and I'll ask Bucky this too, just because you did something this year doesn't mean you're guaranteed anything next year. And especially for this team, as high as we are on a lot of things that happened, um, Trevor Lawrence particularly, it's clear he was really, really good this year. Uh, he must get better still, which I think he will. But he's got to fulfill these things we saw for them to get to that level that we saw on Saturday and, and to be playing on Sunday. Let's hear from Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson. Speaking of the quarterback performance this year, what did he have to say about it on Monday? It's huge. It's huge. It's it's the same thing I've been telling the players this morning. The ones I've seen is, you know, especially the guys that are going to be back. I mean, 
there's familiarity. You know, uh, when the off-season program starts, they know exactly what to expect. They know what to expect during OTAs. They know what to expect during training camp. They know the offense, the defense. They know special teams. So it, it's and then for Trevor, it's it's everything. There's continuity. There's consistency. He knows the guys he's going to be throwing the ball to. He knows the coaching staff who's going to be coaching him, and um, that's that's. Uh, that, that's a big. That's big for us, and in, in from year one to year two, and and um, those are the, you know, the the jumps that teams make is usually year one, year two, possibly into year three, um, <clears throat> but for our quarterback, you know, who had a great year this year, he'll only get better just having that that consistency around him. Yeah, let's hear from the quarterback himself now. Trevor Lawrence knows the stability is key for him moving ahead. It feels good, you know, knowing that just the foundation that we have here that we that we set this season and last off season and just knowing that I'm going to be in the same system and all those things moving forward. I mean, I'm really excited to have that uh, experience and just have all this this tape to learn from and so many things that, you know, as as many things that we did good this year, there's a lot of things that we can do better and just just the improvements that we can make. And um, that's really exciting moving forward. I'm not going to have to learn a new offense and just to have that stability. Um, it's really exciting for myself, for, for all of our guys on offense, and um, it's, it's really exciting. Bucky, three offenses the last three seasons he's had to learn or know. He obviously knew the Clemson one for a few years, but uh, three in three years, um, that, that, that's tough to do, and uh, now he doesn't have to do that moving ahead. No, he doesn't, do, he doesn't have to do that, and you heard Doug Peterson talk about the consistency and the stability to structure, how it can uh, – it can lead to a big jump in the second year in the system, and that's what you would expect, not only because Trevor has a familiarity with what the Jaguars want to do offensively, but then the coaching staff knows clearly what he's able to do, but also they know how they want him to improve in certain areas. And so as Doug and Press Taylor and Mike McCoy are sitting there trying to come up with a developmental plan for the quarterback, they'll get together, see where they want to go and how they want to evolve this offense as they add some more pieces to it to help the quarterback be able to play at a level of a Josh Allen, a Joe Burrow, and a Patrick Mahomes. Because make no mistake, those are the quarterbacks that you're going to have to defeat to be able to uh, win on those championship Sundays. And so Trevor Lawrence and everyone in the building has to understand that, and the coaching staff has to figure out a way to build a plan to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't know how I would measure it, but I think what we're talking about right now the Jaguars' chances of improving greatly in getting to this weekend rather than last weekend next year, because that'll be the step. Um, I would put importance of what we're talking about happening, meaning a, a year two jump, which I think is going to happen. I think this offense is going to be unreal next year because of what we're talking about, continuity. I think that's 80% of the importance and what you acquire in the offseason, personnel stuff, logistics stuff, um, I, I think it's 20%. The jump that they might take is what could get them to that uh, to that next level, Bucky. Maybe I'm overstating it a bit, but I think it's everything. The feel that this kid could have in the offense next year could have them scoring five, six more points a game and scoring in big situations when it really matters. 
Yeah, John, it's it's not only that. It's not only his his improvement, but, I mean, look, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Calvin Ridley, at some point, is going to join this offense, and depending on what kind of uh, shape and conditioning he is in after two years away, that can make a significant improvement. So as Trevor improves and as the pieces around him uh, theoretically improve, yes, he should be able to jump up in that category. When I look at uh, and I think the perfect team to look at is the Cincinnati Bengals and what they have surrounded Joe Burrow with and how that works, the, the yin and the yang when it comes to their running game and their passing game and the playmakers that they have. Yeah, there are going to be tremendous expectations for this offense because the quarterback teased us this year in another, another offseason under Doug Peterson and that staff, uh, the expectations that he's going to take a major leap where he's able to not only uh, win the, the South, but he's competing for Pro Bowl berths and in conversations for the MVP. That's just what the expectation is, particularly when you're a former number one overall pick. I was remiss, JP. You do have to get the yin and yang, right? You got to get that. Yeah, that's okay. important. I neglected to mention that. <laughs> Fortunately, we had Bucky here pick up the pieces. We're back in a moment. Defense. How do the Jaguars improve on that side of the football? And a little later, we'll hear from Trent Baalke, Jaguars general manager. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. Just seeing what we're capable of here in Jacksonville, just seeing all the talent come together with everybody, um, the brotherhood that we kind of formed and uh, understanding what it takes to win, ga win games, especially late in the season. Uh, obviously, we want to have a, a cleaner season, get off to a better start, uh, have a better finish. But uh, it was cool to see you know, a whole bunch of guys coming in, kind of seem like we're all new to each other and start winning games. Foyer Aluakin, the league's leading tackler in the locker room Monday on cleanout day. And welcome back. It's Wednesday, and it's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks, J.P. Shadrick, John Ozer along as well. The offseason is here. Let's move it to the defensive side of the football. And, you know, Bucky, there were moments in this season where, you know, early in the year they're taking the ball away and impacting games. Um, then they hit a little bit of a lull in that department midway through during that rough stretch for the Jags. And then they started to do it again down the stretch, and especially in key moments, um, you know, in the last month or so of the season. And obviously uh, in the playoff game, got off the field in the wild card game a bunch uh, when they needed to, to to get the team back into it. So, um, you know, what's priority number one for this defense moving ahead, Bucky, in, in your eyes? A couple of things uh, have to happen in the offseason. One, uh, I think defense coordinator Mike Caldwell uh, will continue to grow. Uh, the experience that he has as a first-time uh, play caller, That this will help him have a better feel for how to structure out the offseason, how to put together installation plans that fit the personnel that he has in front of him. Uh, I think another thing that will happen is the team has to address some of the personnel issues and deficiencies that they have to be able to play the scheme that Mike Caldwell wants. Uh, I think top priority has to be uh, pass rushes and cornerbacks. Uh, if you want to play the style that the Jaguars were, were kind of teasing us with, where they want to bring pressure, they want to play man-to-man, -man, uh, they got to upgrade the talent. Uh, I know you have Tyson Campbell, who's a legitimate number one. Darius Williams moved from inside to outside, uh, still adjusting to playing outside. Uh, if you ask me, I think they need two corners that can that can lock down and play and have the versatility to be able to play man while also having the IQ and the instincts to play zone. And then you have to have another uh, 
I would say, high-end pass rusher, someone that can command a double team, someone that can give you uh, sack production in those key moments. Uh, as much as I love what the Jaguars were able to do in terms of forcing uh, turnovers, uh, you really begin to force turnovers when you're able to harass the quarterback and force him to throw the ball under duress because then you get interceptions off tips and overthrows. And so you need more, uh, I would say, consistent contributors as pass rushers to be able to help this defense evolve and this defense go to the next level. Yeah, I, I agree with everything, and uh, well said. I uh, I thought that showed up a little bit. I thought they manufactured a lot of pass rush and turnover during the season at a remarkable level to get 27 out of a pass rush that was led by seven sacks, yeah. meaning yeah. I, I don't think anybody played elite. I, I, I still think Josh Allen has that in him. Uh, but numbers-wise, impact-wise, uh, I think he'd be the first to tell you he wasn't there all year. Um, much better late. I think it showed up in the playoffs that they had 27 in the regular season takeaways and none in the playoffs. It felt like once they got to these elite, you know, to the elite teams, um, that they handled what the Jaguars could throw at them a little better. Now, I don't know if that's true because it's it's a two-game sample size. Maybe it was just you know uh, a hiccup, but big pressure in big moments. Um, not a whole lot on Mahomes, you know. Right. Th- th- With one so, leg, right? Well. I didn't say not a whole lot. There was some there, but he, he he's he, great at that. Yeah, he moves enough when it matters to just kind of get that extra but second. But it wasn't devastating. That's right. You know, and sometimes in the, in the postseason, you have to have moments where you're devastating as a pass rush. And uh, that wasn't there, and they need to be there. Look, it, 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 as we move into the tournament, you get into the postseason, uh, it becomes about your stars. The game shifts from uh, plays to players. It's about the players that you have. Can your big players, can your stars make plays? And so it's a mix of Trent Baalke and their staff continue to add high-end pieces uh, to the puzzle on the defensive side of the ball. And then it's Mike Caldwell trying to figure out a few tactics and schemes that help those players uh, have big play opportunities. And so when you get that, that's when you see the the dominance. That's when you see uh, the team kind of kick it in and take it to another level. Because in the postseason, when you look at the teams that are left standing, all of them play really good defense. And it's not just, oh, we get a bunch of turnovers. They're really good in the red zone. They're really good getting after the passer. They find a way to take the ball away. Uh, they're rock solid when it comes to being able to be diverse in the schemes that they utilize because their players not only have the athleticism to play a variety of different ways, but they also have the aptitude and the IQ to be able to play that way. All right, guys, we'll come back in a moment. A social media question and uh, plenty more ahead. We'll hear from Trent Baalke as well, Jaguars, Jaguars general manager. This is Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. Yeah, it's frustrating when you think about the game. and um, Yeah, we're there. Um, and, and even with that, people want to talk about the future, and it's frustrating because – we still had everything we needed and, and every opportunity to win that game. So, you know, but we didn't. You know, we didn't get it done, and, and that's what that's what kind of eats at you a little bit. But we'll, we'll let that fuel us for next year. And um, you you kind of you you remember that feeling and you use it moving forward. But yeah, I mean, we're we're there, and just to think about, like I said, the the experience and all the the, the work that we'll have this offseason moving forward, and um, we're just gonna get better and better. And 
those are the teams you got to beat. You know, if you want to get to where we want to go, you're going to have to go through all those teams. And you look at Cincinnati and Kansas City and Buffalo, and there's going to be other great teams next year too. And um, those are the teams you got to beat. There's the quarterback, of course, Trevor Lawrence in the locker room Monday. Huddle up with Bucky Brooks brought to you by Fields Auto Group Jacksonville. Step up to luxury. FieldsAuto.com. Let's go to social media. We put out the cat signal earlier today on Twitter. Here's the best we came up with. This is at GBoss904. What are three things you would add to the team via the draft or free agency? Bucky, you hit on a couple of these, but this person's asking for three total. What do you got? Well, I mean, I think the top three needs uh, in order would be uh, cornerback, pass rusher. Uh, and then I think you need to continue to fortify the interior of the offensive line. Uh, Brandon Sheriff had a few injuries uh, that he was dealing with. He was able to play through. But I think you need to start thinking about having somebody ready to fill in at that right guard spot. Uh, but defensively, that's really where you have to think about. You have to think about how can you make this team better and more diverse in terms of style of play. Um, even though they want to be a little more uh, bend but don't break, a little softer, uh, you got to have the right components to be able to play the style that Doug Peterson wants Mike Caldwell to employ. Yeah, Bucky, where would you put, and I'm not sure where I land on it, um, interior defensive line? I mean, it, it's, it seems uh, I know Devon Hamilton played really well, and they, and they got good play there. Uh, I guess they're not dominant enough anywhere on the front seven yet, but it's a hard position to find. Dominant, disruptive yeah. guy there, but how important is it? I mean, it's very important because if you can find someone up the middle that can dominate, uh, the pressure's right there. It's immediate. It's right in the face of the quarterback because it's coming right up the gut. Uh, Chris Jones from Kansas City is one that is, is terrific on the inside as a pass rusher. And so uh, it, it changes your launch point. It disrupts your running game. And so anytime you can add a disruptive player at the point, particularly on the inside, it's beneficial in so many different areas. When I look at the Jags, if you want to have a, a full, transparent uh, conversation, you have to look and see who are the guys that if we were writing the scouting report that you would be worried about when looking at their defense. And I don't know if they have a guy that, that, that scares you where they command double attention, they command you sliding protection in his direction to make sure that he doesn't have a free run at the quarterback. Um, that's the part that you worry about because in certain games that kind of tilt towards being a passing game and that stuff, do you have enough to get after the quarterback over time to wear him down. Yeah, I, I, I think I made this point to you earlier this week, JP. Maybe I wrote it and you just had to read it. Yeah. Um, Thanks. But they, they're in, they're in an interesting situation because I think they're clearly much better defensively than they were a year ago, or I thought they were. Um, and I don't think they're deficient in a lot of areas. But I don't know that they're great in a lot of areas either. They could, and they could stand to go from being good to great in a few areas. And that's going to be tough. I mean, now without free agency money, um, and I don't know that they're going to be able to have high, high-impact free agency in your 24th in the draft. And, you know, rookies typically don't come in and make high impact in key defensive positions. So I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, I think the key this offseason is going to be Trayvon Walker, Devon Lloyd, or I'm sorry, uh, Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma going from mm -hmm. serviceable and taking a year or two jump that we're talking about on offense 
I think those three guys have to be core impact scary players next year or somewhere in the group get that kind of thing out of them, Bucky. Yeah, no, it's funny. When you when you look at uh, this team, you think about all of it. You know, I, I think we can talk about, like, all of the personnel and all of the things they want to get done. I, I think the most important thing that uh, Doug Peterson has to do with his team, he has to sit back and really look at why this team won games. What were the reasons behind the wins? We know turnovers played a big part. We know Trevor being able to dial it up and get hot in key moments played a part. But when you look at this team, who is chiefly responsible for helping this team get to the winner's circle? And so even though there's some of the fan favorites that we love, can we get better in some of these areas? And sometimes for a team that's having success, it's easy to get caught up in the emotional part of, hey, we need this player because he was a good player for us in the past. But right now is how can I get this team to compete with Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City? Because the road to the Super Bowl goes through those cities. Guys, we'll come back and hear from Trent Balky, general manager. Our final thoughts as well. We'll uh, see who's calling John in a moment as well. How about that? It's for you, Jay. You're a popular guy. People it's are for t- you. I'll transfer the call. <laughs> Tuttle up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network. Cash is more important than cap, right? There's ways to maneuver the, the, the cap, and there's ways to extend things into the future. Uh, but you also got to be smart and diligent when you're doing that. So, again, we're going to look at all of our options. We're going to meet as a staff tomorrow, go through what we our wish list is. Then we'll sit down with ownership. We'll sit down with uh, those that uh, work on the cap and contracts. We'll sit down with them. And, and we have been, uh, but we'll have a final, final, final meeting with them to really get the ball rolling for the future. It's Trent Baalke, Jaguars general manager. He spoke earlier this week and a live look outside of the Miller Electric Center just a few months away from the Jaguars moving into that building. And what a building it will be. It will be ready for business in the summertime at some point, and a training camp, we're told, will be right there on those what will be practice fields a few months down the line. J.P. Shadrick, John Osier, and Bucky Brooks on Huddle Up. If you're ready to join the Jaguars, 2023 season ticket deposits are now open. Secure your place in line and select the best seats at the best prices. You have flexible payment options and pricing for every budget, so you don't have to miss out next year. And boy, what a schedule it's going to be at home. Visit jaguars.com slash tickets and place your deposit, and you can be at the bank for every big play next year. First place schedule. Yeah. It's huge. And um, there's going to be so many great matchups uh, played here in this stadium next year. And, uh, Bucky, that's what it's all about, man. That's, um, you know, build it right because you got to compete against these <laughs> division-winning teams coming in here next year. Yeah, no, it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough schedule. It's going to be tough sledding uh, for the Jaguars next year if you don't make uh, significant improvements. And so because you won the division, you will play uh, some division winners from other divisions around the league. And so you have to be ready for it. And so those teams are going to provide us with litmus tests 
at various stages of the season to see exactly where we are, how good the team is. And everyone has to know that now you won't be able to kind of sneak into the stadium and be the old uh, uh, laughing stock. Now everyone is going to measure themselves against the Jaguars because they've proven that they can be a playoff-worthy uh, opponent. But they also have a team that everyone is going to talk about in the offseason. They're going to talk about Trevor Lawrence being the next great quarterback and the job that Doug Peterson has done. And so now the Jaguars have to get ready to meet that different energy from opponents that come into the bank. Are you playing Division Two football, JP? No. Are you playing college football? No. It's the NFL. It's supposed it to be is. hard. That's right. And, and and I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I, I think the Jaguars should be better. I, I think the quarterback's going to be better. Um, I think they were a better team in the in the second half of the season than they were the first half. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know that they're going to go 14 and three, but I, I I think they're more than capable uh, of handling this schedule. Uh, because I think they'll be a more consistent team next year than they were this year. That's my early thought. All right. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Hey. I'm locking it. That's real positive. Oh, it's a lock. <laughs> wow, a rare John Osher lock, Bucky. How about yeah. that? Yeah, very positive. Like, man, the season ends and this different guy shows up. Got to believe in positivity and projecting out, and this team is going to be better, much better than what they were. You almost say we're like, we are going to be 14-3. and three. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Not 14-3, like but. It's very, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to be a better team next year. Bucky, uh, Pete and Tony on Monday night both double-locked a, a division title and a number one seed next year. No, number one seed? Come yep. on. Ooh. Ooh. Locked. Yeah, we'll go so far at number one seed. I got to see what else we, we add to the puzzle. Uh, I think the division, yes. Because what you want to do is you want to look around and see which who has the best quarterback in the division. Right now we can confidently say Trevor Lawrence will be unless there's something crazy – that happens in the offseason at the quarterback positions for those other squads. But, yeah, now Trevor Lawrence gives you a chance to win a division so you can book that. Uh, the improvements that you have to make, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City. I mean, we, we've seen those teams, and we've seen those teams, uh, how they, they've been able to go. And you talk about, one, the Kansas City Chiefs are in their fifth straight AFC championship game. Yep. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have been to two out of the last three with Joe Burrow at quarterback. Yeah, there's some higher mountains to scale before we can say we can get that number one seat. All right. Uh, he's tapping the brakes. Bucky's tapping the brakes a little bit, and that's okay. Hey, uh, coming up tonight, all-access television at Strings moves up a night. It's on uh, Wednesday. Of course, that's tonight, 7 o'clock at Strings in Springfield. And head coach Doug Peterson is the guest on the show. So get out there early. Should be a great crowd tonight. Uh, Brent Martineau, you might have heard of him, John, and uh, Jeff Lagerman are the hosts of that program. Josh Allen um, was the player host all year and did a great job. Did a great job. Was really did. really, really good. Bucky, you did a great job as well this season. This is our last show for a few weeks. We've got a hiatus coming up, and then we'll be back uh, leading into the Combine, uh, probably the week before oh, that. So sad. So sad about that. So sad about taking a few weeks off. No Jaguars talk. No no John O discussions and, and all of that. Maybe we can have like a little – Mini pod with ourselves where we can just get on the phone and talk three-way and just go back and forth. I just miss you guys on Wednesday. You're such a big part of my my, my, my Wednesday day. I'm so, I'll text you so to used to up. one o'clock out here that, hey, here we go. Got to sit down with my guys and talk about what's going on in Jaguars land. Yeah, well, we can we can, um, we can can negotiate with John's we'll agent call you. and see what he says. <laughs> <call you> <laughs> John's, John's busy. The rate's high. 
Uh, all right. Have a good few weeks, Bucky. We'll talk to you, man. All right, man. We'll see you guys. Bucky Brooks out of here. John Osier, uh, Joe Fortunato on the audio. David Cho on the video side today. I'm J.P. Shadrick. Thank you for watching. We will see you in a few weeks. It's Huddle Up with Bucky Brooks on the Jaguars Digital Network.